My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to Tati Gabrielle from Netflix's hit show, You. After his previous life went up in flames, Joe Goldberg has fled to Europe to escape his messy past and adopt a new identity and, of course, to pursue true love. But Joe soon finds himself in the strange new role of reluctant detective as he discovers he may not be the only killer in London. Now, his future depends on identifying and stopping whoever's targeting his new friend group under the uber-wealthy socialites. So to talk about the season and break down that crazy twist in the second half, here's Tati Gabrielle. Well, I'm so excited to talk with you because obviously... You, the show, is insane. Um, And I was so excited because sometimes some of the women don't really make it from season to season. So I was really happy to see that Marianne, your character, made it from the end of kind of last season into this season. Hmm. I wanted to ask you, because I'm sure you've been asked everything at this point. I wanted to ask you, for you, how has Marianne changed from last season to this season, given the circumstances she was put in? I think that she has come closer to self, like, or she is more self-actualized this season. Um, That, you know, already last season, she was in a place of, had overcome certain sort of humps and demons in her life, um, had, you know, made it out the system, you know, had overcome being an addict um, and was on sort of this this new battle of, of trying to get her child back. And after winning all of that and seemingly thinking that she was, she had a peaceful life and that she was through what she went through this season. I think it sort of solidified her own strength for her. And I think gave her a certain sense of, of power, full self-actualization. Um, and I think helped her find herself a little bit more. I think that Marianne is, is, is a much broader version of herself this season. Um, and that she is, I, I think, I think that she even feels that she's more equipped for, for the rest of her life because I think that prior to she had been living with scarcity or living in scarcity um, and always living, always living, not in fear, but what's the word I want to say? Um, like cautious or like what's it like? Yeah. Like your shoulder kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that after like, like while I think in some regard, like, you know, in, in certain cases, somebody having gone through what she had gone through in, in that cage could have broken someone I think that it 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 sort of just it's it sealed her armor um that I I think that she now feels prepared for anything um and that she can do anything and I think that it it made her now she I think she'll walk through the rest of her life with intention not with just trying to play it safe because I think for a long time she was like let me just play it safe let me just do what it is that I have to do to keep my world okay and to just but I think that she will now lead with justice with, uh, but I, I, I feel like she will lead with, with purpose. Um, and I think that uh, she will, she will come into life more unapologetically, more willing to, to take what she feels is, is, is rightfully hers. Yeah. If that makes sense. But no, that makes sense. A, l- a lot of what you said, especially for her, I think makes sense. i what I found the most interesting too is for the second, you know, obviously we don't know that she's even captured or, you know, we think she's off like living her greatest life with her daughter. And then w- first of all, that was like the big shock, right? Um, I want to ask you first, before I get into my question um, okay. about that second half, what was it like in the box? 
because I mean, <laughs> filming that, I mean, that can't be like fun. Like, so like, what was that like? So it actually, so maybe I'm just freaking weird <laughs> and crazy, but like, okay. So I went through like a, a series of emotions through the box. So the first, like when I was first told that I was going to be in the cage, I was ecstatic. I was like, oh my God. Yes. Like I was iconic. Exactly. It's like, it's the greatest honor on this show to like go in the cage. Like so I was like, oh, sick. And then when we got closer to actually filming it and I like, I was asking her, I was like, oh, hey, is, has the cage been built? Like, can I go see it? And like, they're like, yeah, yeah. It's not on the set yet, but like, you can go. And I was like, okay, cool. And I would step, I, I walk on into the stages and it's sitting off to the side under some like tarps. And like, I go into it and immediately I had the craziest, like visceral, like anxious reaction. Like my whole body, like, and like, and I don't know if it was the prep I had already started doing with Marianne in my mind, or if it was just like the knowledge of knowing what's happened in this cage. Like, but mm -hmm. I had the craziest, like mini panic attack for about like 30 seconds. And I was like, I can't be in here. Okay. I'm getting out until it's time for us to actually be here. Um, and then once we got into the filming, it was, I actually spent so much time in that cage more than I, than I actually had to, like, I was in there any day that I had to shoot in there. I stayed in the cage from the time that we started filming to the time that we ended. I never really, unless I really had to go to the bathroom or something, I never left the cage, like in between setups, um, while like people were discussing things, um, I always stayed in there, um, which I just is something that I needed to do in order to really feel the magnitude of the isolation um, and wanting to make that as, as truthful and as real as possible. And then it actually became fun. Like the cage, like, and anybody will tell you that was on, I, it became my little stu studio apartment. Like I like would kick it in there. Like I was just kicking it. Like I was like, I got a bed. I got like, you know, blankets. I like my phone and like headphones were like tucked somewhere. I always had a water in my, my little trash can. Like, so I, I grew to actually really love being in the cage and it felt like it turned into like oddly my safe space. Um, mm. And like, and, and, and the crew was so wonderful too. And so respectful of it as well. Like they, nobody would really come in unless they had to like, um, and like, no, if they did, they wouldn't like speak to me. They would know that I was like in a state. Um, and so it very much became my little bubble. Um, I was almost sad to leave it when I did. It's so funny because I feel like that's such a smart decision as an actor, because living in it with that fear, cause I have like severe anxiety of like a door, like being locked. Like, so, um, that makes sense because you're panicking, getting used to it, but hmm. then the fight. So like going through that emotion as an actor makes sense, uh, like in terms of the character. And then for you as a human, it makes sense to be like, let me get over this. Like I need to like be comfortable in it. Right. And then because it's fake, you know, you get to have those moments where you're like, just leave me alone. Like, I'm just going to hang out and like be in my space and do what I want. And we don't get to see all the hidden fun stuff where it's not as creepy. Right. As right. So like, right. it makes so much sense that you were able to balance both of those, but that's like really incredible to be able to like shift between you as, as Marianne and then you as, <laughs> as you know, like yeah. shift and forth with your reaction to the box, which I find so interesting, but it makes total sense. So that's like, such a cool way of looking at it. Thanks. <laughs> but I know I'm so jealous because you're in the iconic box. <laughs> but um, my question I was going to get to, but I had to ask that one first, was what did it feel like? Because all of the women have basically not survived. 
Mm-hmm. And Marianne outsmarted Joe. The first woman to outsmart him to get out of the box. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I want to give you like a round of applause. I was like, yes. I was so happy. I was so happy. You tricked me. I was figuring things out as it went. And I was like, oh, I think I got the season. And then like your part just screwed me. I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, I totally lost it like in the second half. Yeah. But I was so happy that like you made it out. And I was like, oh my gosh. So how does that feel for Marianne to be the first woman to make it out alive, let alone out alive out of the box? Um, it feels really great. Like honestly, I have to give big thanks to Sarah Gamble and the way that she foresaw this character um of being like not only that she she really respected the resilience that is Marianne um, and really wanted that for Marianne. Like, I think too, like for me, like I think of, you know, Marianne, and especially in terms of being a woman of color, like that people of color throughout their lives, like we're, we're born with this survival instinct. Um, we're born with, you know, this awareness in our head on a swivel and this undying, um, sort of knowledge that we 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 cannot give up that we do not have the luxury of of throwing our hands up um so i i feel really honored um in playing marianne that she that that was actualized through her in this character um and that that sarah really like you know rooted for Marianne and, and wanted that for her and wanted her to like like you know because she had the life that she had had of course she's clever of course she's she's going to to find every like you know think through every freaking possibility that there is in order to to survive um right. so I I yeah like I I think that it's very fitting um that that I Marianne is yeah has been the one to survive um uh I I couldn't see it sort of happening any other way for her. Um, like if she had died in there, it would have truly had to have been because she starved. Like, it's like, it, like, and you know, and questionably like Marianne, no, I don't think she would have started eating herself. I think that would be crazy and weird. <laughs> um, but like, I do like, you know, I, I, she, she was, yeah. I, I think that it's, it's, it's sort of ingrained in her spirit to, to never let go. Um, and to, to, to always find that way out um, and that way forward. Um, I, I love that that was actualized too, because not only were you like, was Marianne the one that got out, but it was like a strong black woman mm-hmm. that was sticking up for a strong black daughter. And mm-hmm. like, she did not want this girl to be left alone. And exactly. she did not want her to suffer how she did. Exactly. She suffered with, you know, all of these, you know, tragedy and sexual abuse and all these things with horrible boyfriends right. and she did not want that. So she did every, I mean, like literally everything in her power to get out. And I feel like it just also reiterates when you watch it that to remember, you know, yes, all women are strong, but there's yeah. something about a black woman being strong. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just going to like level it out. It's true. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> like, and it's like, yeah, it's like no knock to any other woman, but yeah, it's, no knock. Like, but, it's I like, mean, there's something about a black woman because yeah, yeah. like some white women in there that did make, but, but there's something about a strong black woman in there. So I was so happy that like Marianne was the one that just really did not give up and mm-hmm. got out. So mm-hmm. I'm congratulations to you. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so excited. I was so happy for you. Um, oh my gosh, I have two minutes left. I could talk to you for an hour. I'm so excited. Um, but, Thank you. <laughs> so I guess I'll just jump to um, the end. At the Towards the end of it, obviously, we see her. 
and we see that she's looking up kind of news articles and she sees that now Joe has come out. He said his name, he's done his PR spin. He's no longer the professor, but now the spin is, you know, he's the victim, right? Like, you know, all typical white men, like he's the victim. So by seeing Marianne looking at that article is a Marianne, or do you think, cause we're, we're hypothetical, right? So if there was another, like, you know, next season, do you think Marianne's coming is going to gun for him? Is she going to come for him? I feel like she would. Like, I feel like, I mean, like, I don't think that, I don't think that Marianne is a vengeful person. Um, I don't think that she has vengeance sort of in her spirit, but I think that she has pure justice in, in her spirit that she needs to see justice, that she needs to see him go down in some shape or form, that he needs to take, you know, see the consequences of his crimes. Um, and so I do think that Marianne, like, and being that she is in the perfect position to come after him because he thinks that she's gone. Um, I think that she would take advantage of that. Um, and yeah, and try to see his, his end. Um, I don't know exactly what that would look like. Um, I, I, I don't even like, I, and I've stopped trying to like concept, like from, even from season three to season four, like I've stopped trying to conceptualize what comes out of the genius mind of Sarah Gamble. Like I, like, he's like, I, 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 when, when she told me the rundown of this season, I was like, I would have never, like, I don't, I would have never, like it makes, but it's so perfect. Like, I'm like, so I don't know what, like, but I would, I would love to see Marianne come back. And, um, because I don't think that she would be able to live with that. Like knowing that he's out there, knowing that somebody else can get hurt, knowing that the woman, like, you know, not knowing how much the woman that he is with knows, like, I, I, I don't think that she, she could just move on and live a happy life with Juliet knowing um, what she knows. So yeah, I think that she would want to see him go down, um, but not in the, in a capacity of him being killed. I think that death is too easy of an escape for Joe. Um, right. like that's what he wanted for himself. Like, it's like, no, like, it's like, he doesn't deserve to die. That's, that's a sweet escape almost. Like, I think that he deserves to be locked up in a cage somewhere and rot away with his thoughts. Um, like he's done to many others before. I think that's the most fitting, um, punishment. Um, or I would also really love to see like Henry somehow be a part of his demise. Mm -hmm. I don't know what in way, but I just think that that would be a really cool full circle moment. Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. And like so many fans are like uh, in love with you. So like, I think it would be so amazing to see like Marianne be the one that like takes him down. Like, you know, if there's like, another season. So we're all like keeping our fingers crossed as to like what that story will be. And if you'll be on it. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Tati break down her character and that crazy second part of season four. If you haven't caught you, check out the full season, which is currently available now streaming on Netflix. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.